Hey, Future Cassidy here, just jumping in to let you know that there was an issue with the audio on Charlie's track, which is part of why this is so late going up. I did what I could to fix it, but it's still a little iffy. So there might be parts where it's just impossible to understand, or depending on your um, listening situation, it might not be listenable at all. I really apologize. There's not much I could do other than what I've done already. Um, that said, I hope you still enjoy the show. It's a short one, so I guess it could have been a lot worse. Enjoy. Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal Cassidy, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Lava, they, them. And with us today is a returning guest. Please reintroduce yourself as you would like to be reintroduced. Who's that? I'm the mask. Why, it's me, Charlie. Yes, I am me again, once again. And I'm on. Great intro. Thank you. I've been thinking about it for a couple months now. And my phone has a big power. He him. Uh, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Very, very tired. Yeah, it's... Hopefully this one won't go too late. Nah, it's uh, a pretty short movie, it feels feel like. Mm-hmm. But before we get into movie stuff, first we have some housekeeping to do. Yeah. Uh, starting with, we have a Patreon. Over on at, over at patreon.com slash kidsandtheirdog. Yay. We have all sorts of levels and such. For example, at $1 or more a month. You get the regular episodes, but early. And also, we say your name on the show, like I'm going to do right now. <laughs> Starting with Crashing Waves, friend of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Crash. I love thanking you. <laughs> uh, a future guest of the show, I think, if they're the same person I'm thinking they are, Tess does things. Thank you, Tess. Thank you. Former guest of the show, James. Thanks, James. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and current guest of the show, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. You're welcome. <laughs> so, funny story is when uh, I donated to the Patreon, I realized that I was going to be on the very next episode. <laughs> so I realized I'd be like live. Well, I guess not live. Well, I guess this one is it's live. live. Uh, but also, in addition to the $1 tier, you could back us at $5, and at $5 you would get bonus episodes. Such as, if we hit $50 a month, we'd be doing bonus episodes on the actual cartoon episodes of Scooby-Doo. Not in order. Starting with 13 Ghosts. Yeah, not in order. Starting with 13 Ghosts. Yes. And then probably, like, a pup named Scooby-Doo or something. Right. Um, but currently, we do have a bonus episode, if you were interested, and it's a real good one. Yes, it is about a movie about a talking animal and a young adult companion solving a mystery. Yes, indeed. But it's Pokemon. <laughs> and I was also on that bonus episode. Yes. You were. And that one's available to all Patreons. Not all Patreons, all patrons. The $5 is mostly going to be towards, you know, oh. stuff like the episode podcasts and maybe some other ones going forward. Gotcha. And at the $35 or more per month, you can get this podcast on a CD and I will mail it to you. <laughs> In addition to everything else. Oh, yeah. Give them your money. 
Now, let's head over to some Scooby News. We have some more information about the Scooby-Doo film that is coming out within the next two years, I think. I don't remember if they said it was 2020 or not. I don't either. Um, it's just some new voice act voice actors have been chosen, such as Jason Isaacs as Dick Dastardly, and Mark Wahlberg as the Blue Falcon, and I want to make sure I'm getting that name right. Yeah, Ian Armitage, Armitage, Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon is playing Young Shaggy. <laughs> And that's all the news there. I think Mark Wahlberg is a weird choice because I don't think I've liked a single film that I've watched that had Mark Wahlberg in it. But that may just be a personal thing. I know his name, but I couldn't tell you what movies he's been in. Uh, he was in a couple of the Transformers films. Mm. He was in... I think it was called Bring the Pain, which is, I think, the worst movie I've ever seen that had The Rock in it. I think The Rock was in that. I've never seen it. I can't. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, no, it was called Pain and Gain. What was his name? Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg spelled like Wahlburgers, but also like W-A-H-L-B-E-R-G. Oh, this guy. Now, I don't know if I've seen his movies. I feel like I have, because I know who he is. So clearly I've seen things he's done. That's not necessarily true. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's also Marky Mark from the Funky Bunch. The guy in Ted. Stuff like that. Seen Ted. I feel like that's the only movie outside of the Transformers. It's really weird that I can't recognize this guy, but I don't watch anything he's in. Let me go all the way back and see. Yeah, I certainly don't know anything. Planet of the Apes? Using that, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... This is not the... This is not the Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch podcast. (laughs) Alright, we also have a listener question. If you would like to submit listener questions, you can send them to... At Kids and Their Dog on Twitter. We'll also say, hey, we're going to be recording soon and say the name of the movie we're recording in case you want to just wait until then. No pressure, I guess. (laughs) I feel like I'm bringing a weird energy today. I'm just going to keep going. This one is from Tanner Vogelsang at Sparky Upstart. Which mystery gang member is most likely to take an alien to the prom? Well, I feel based on this movie... The answer would be Shaggy. But, I also feel like Velma would be Velma. Yes, Mm. I was going to say Velma. I disagree. And here's why. Velma is either not going to the prom, or going to the prom with Daphne. Oh? Yeah. I was thinking in terms of Velma having a conversation with this alien. Um, so I can, I can see your point. I think just of taking an alien to the prom, it would probably either go to Fred or Shaggy. And I think it's definitely more Shaggy than Fred. Because there's still that like 50% chance that Fred would end up going with Daphne. And then Daphne's either going with Fred or Velma, depending. Mm. Update your shipping charts. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) uh shaggy of course would would shaggy wear a tuxedo shirt no he'd wear like a like seafoam green like almost like a felt like that like he's gonna wear that tuxedo jacket or not tuxedo oh maybe it was a tuxedo jacket whatever jacket he wore during mystery begins Mm. that's the thing he wears to prom gotcha Perfect. With one of those weird ruffly shirts underneath. Mm. So, uh, anything else that we need to do before we get into it? I can't think of anything. And what do you talk about aliens? Aliens. This month, as you may have guessed, 
we have watched Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. It was released on October 3rd, 2000. Directed by Jim Stenstrom. Written by David Doy, Glenn Leopold, and Lance Falk. With the voice acting talents of Scott Eines as both Scooby-Doo and Shaggy Rogers. Frank Welker as Fred. B.J. Ward as Velma. Mary Kay Bergman as Daphne for the last time before her passing. Jeff Bennett as Lester. Candy Milo as both Crystal and Amber. Neil Ross as Sergio. Jennifer Hale as Dottie. And Mark Hamill as Steve. I swear. There are certain uh, voice actors that you hear... And it's like a punch in the nose of, oh my god, who is that? Oh, it's this person. Oh my gosh. What? I don't know. It, it was just, it felt so weird hearing Mark Hamill's voice from Steve. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely one of the Scooby-Doo films that has like the least number of voice actors. Like it's up there as far as few fewest voice actors, at least that are credited on the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. But, like, of those voice actors, almost all of them are, like, incredibly well-known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is almost every character in the film. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's too many characters outside of that. Did we have Dottie? There's like, yeah, Dottie is Jennifer Hale. Gosh. And that was basically it. Yeah. Um. Oh, did I not down write? I did not write down Max. Max was another person. Mm. Let me pull it up. Because I remember I was going through it. I was like, oh, I should write this one down. Because I remembered the other things that they voice acted. Let's see. Yes, Kevin Michael Richardson as Max. Uh, He also did, like, Skulker from Danny Phantom. Oh, gosh. And, like, Panda Bubba from Shaolin Showdown. He did not do that voice for this. No. But yeah, that's all of that. So I guess let's just get into the movie now. Uh, we start with space. <sighs> space. Mm-hmm. I like this opening sequence. There's just something about starting in space and then uh, slowly um, zooming in on Earth. Not zooming in, but ending up on Earth. It makes me think of Men in Black. Mm. This uh, opening sequence... Uh, and the music, in particular, really makes me think of the first Men in Black. Yeah, I could definitely see that. When did the first Men in Black come out? Early 90s, I think. Feels like that's right. I did not search for Men in Black International. Yeah, it was 97. So that would have been maybe at the forefront of their mind, even. Mm, yeah. Depending on if they were trying to make that intentional. I can't see how they wouldn't, because it's so... There's just this feeling... I don't know. Oh, I forgot to mention that this is, uh, I think, the last one that we need to cover of the ones that were MOOC animated. Mm -hmm. The anime animation company. (laughs) The Japanese animation company. Yeah. I think it's definitely clear that this was made by a company like that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially anytime we see the mystery machine. <laughs> but yeah, we go through space and we come all the way down to a satellite re- relay where this guy gets his ears hurt because there's a incoming noise. I wanted to point out the music, which is very Star Wars up to this point, um, crescendos at this moment and then cuts out and it's real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sort of like implies that the music is also the noise. Mm-hmm. That was being brought in. The sound of space. Mm -hmm. We have some dialogue between the people that are there and a guy who walks in. I don't think we get everyone's names here or not. Um, I certainly don't remember. There's the guy who was listening to the headphones. That's Max. There, And then the, the guy that walks in, I believe, is Steve. That is Steve. And then Laura is also there. I guess. Mm-hmm. But we just learned that they're, you know, 
goofing around because this is a government facility looking for aliens, and most of the time they don't find anything. Yeah, it's very um, SETI, kind of. Uh, the search for extraterrestrial in- intelligence, which is an actual institute. Um, it ma- it mm-hmm. makes me think of that kind of setup. Yeah, it's just like a satellite dish in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Shaggy and Scooby just jamming out to some music in the mystery machine. Heck yeah. Shaggy is a terrible driver. He keeps looking away from the road. It's awful. Yeah, but like the mystery machine doesn't look like it's swerving. So maybe he's just really good. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's not a lot of hits out there, but I guess there is things to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of note, uh, it's the middle of the night, and it, we just see Shaggy and Scooby, uh, the rest of the gang, are sleeping in the back. And they start to pull over, or they're they're searching for a place to pull over for food. Yeah, they said they're going to stop in town. For a snack. To grab some food when they could, yeah. Even though they just ate, apparently. <laughs> How did the others even fall asleep with all that music blaring? Must be used to it. Or, you know, headphones or something. Or, honestly, if it's just music, I could understand falling asleep. Mm-hmm. However, a big dust storm appears, and Shaggy cannot see. He drives off the paved road onto an offshoot, um, where there's a sign that says, No trespassing, United States government. How many times this has happened to Shaggy in his lifetime? Lots. Yeah? See, you said trespassing in a government facility, and the only thing I think of is the scene from Mystery Incorporated where Shaggy and Scooby-Doo steal a tank from a military compound. Oh, God. Well, I mean, uh, going off the road Oh, in particular. I mean, yeah, that, not, that happens all the time. Not trespassing onto a government property. Not in that See, particular. that's the part that I thought you meant. No. <laughs> But yeah, they end up, you know, in the middle of the off the road. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. <laughs> but then there's a, they see a UFO fly overhead. Is this a UFO Bef- from the end of the uh, movie? Because it definitely doesn't mm. look like that UFO we're going to see later. I didn't notice. It, if it's not, it looks similar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after the UFO passes over, Shaggy just crashes into a cactus. He did not slow down the entire time, even though they were all panicking. It's like... Well, yeah, it's like when you're hydroplaning, you're not supposed to hit the brakes. But he wasn't hydroplaning. I don't know. Sand is a fluid. <laughs> uh, but despite the fact that cactuses are like... I feel like it would be like hitting some watermelons. Yeah. It would probably just, you know, break. It is not like a tree. It acts like a tree. In in this film, it does. Yeah. And it causes them to basically crash. And it turns out they have blown the radiator. So, Fred, Daphne, and Velma head to the town nearby while Shaggy and Scooby stay to watch the mystery machine. They do not like the idea of wandering into the desert at night. Yeah, it gets cold. Well, they're mostly frightened of critters. Like snakes and That's stuff. That's true, too. All of those would be... I feel like there's like a middle... There's only like a certain window of time where cold-blooded creatures are active in the desert. Also... I feel like staying with the machine, like, there's still stuff out there, and it's just the two of them. Yeah, but they have a shelter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they're staying behind, and Velma, like, legitimately compliments Scooby's bravery. <laughs> and then, after they leave, Shaggy and Scooby head to the back of the mystery machine to find the Scooby snacks, and they find the last remaining Scooby snack. They fight over it. It falls. They chase it. And it almost gets lost down a crack in the 
sand? I don't know. It's a desert. There's like a craggly surface. Instead of being lost down the crack, however, uh, instead a, a jackalope grabs it. Like yeah. legit jackalope. The the rabbit what has antlers. Yeah. I remember when I first saw this movie when I was a kid. I really wish that jackalopes were an actual thing because I thought they looked really cool. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it feels like this film treats them like they're real. Yeah. We're never given an explanation on the jackalope. It just exists. It's like a talking dog. Maybe it's also the... Oh, it's not the only one. Surely. Um, so Scooby and Shaggy chase after the jackalope because it's got the Scooby snack. Uh, it goes through a fence and into a cave. Um, the boys find that there's a glow in the cave and then suddenly a green man behind them. And there's a chase sequence and these uh, alien-looking creatures are on hover scooters! Yeah. It's just, there's something so ridiculous about these hover scooters, it cracks me up. They're like the industrial version of the hover scooters from Back to the Future Part 2. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're an alien, you, you just don't want to walk around. <laughs> hover scooters. Walking is for airplanes. Walking is for chumps. Gravity's for losers. Um, I don't know what it is about the alien designs in this film, but they make me think of the alien broccoli men from Powerpuff Girls. Oh my god. I mean, their head is very, like, puffy, like a broccoli. It definitely looks kind of ridiculous. Mm-mm. Yeah, so they, being chased by the alien, do a cool chase scene through the desert before they end up in town. Where Shaggy and Scooby come in screaming about aliens, but everybody else is like, okay. (laughs) We see Vilma in her sleeping t-shirt here, which she's going to wear for the rest of the film. It's a good look. (laughs) Um, According to the waitress in this restaurant, lots of people have seen these aliens, so it's no big deal. Um, But it's why people don't go out at night. They just stay indoors. Um, We meet Lester, who apparently was taken aboard their ship and was experimented on. Mm -hmm. He's talking about how he, oh, he's got some pictures that he's taken. Does he say, does he just say he has pictures? No, he just says he's got pictures. Okay. And he talks about how he got abducted up by Scorpion Ridge. It's very important that he doesn't say that he took these pictures. He just has pictures because of what these pictures are. Yes. Mm. Uh, he also meant, I think he's the one who names what the satellite dishes are. They're called SALF, <laughs> the search for alien life forms. Yes. Search for ALF. Is ALF an alien? Yeah. Yes. They call him ALF because he's an alien life form. Life form. His real name is Gordon Shumway. <laughs> I did not know that. From the planet Melmac. Oh my gosh. I had the entire first season of ALF on DVD at some point. (laughs) (laughs) So the gang wants to see these pictures that Lester has. Mm -hmm. Um, So they head to his place. And they're paintings. Really good paintings. Yeah. But, But paintings. And they're just sort of like looking through them and they're like okay yeah these are just paintings but then one of them has the ufo that they saw earlier like the exact Mm -hmm. one which is really impressive because it's like dang this guy is really good at art it's awesome Mm -hmm. oh also in i've go ahead i can wait i was gonna say especially since like he probably had only seen this shit for like a few minutes and he's able to paint it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but when they first enter Lester's place, it's like the building equivalent of one of those uh, Pepe Silvia boards. 
with the pins and strings and threads. Yes. But yeah, Lester offers to let them stay the night at his place and gives Velma and Daphne, like, a bunk bedroom, I think. I think he's what I would say is a kid's room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunk bed in there. Um, Fred sleeps on the couch and then Shaggy and Scooby sleep on the roof where there's just like lawn chairs. They also don't seem bothered by this, despite the fact that they know, like they did see a UFO earlier. (laughs) And Lester just told them a story about how he got abducted. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Who sees aliens twice in one night? Three times in one night. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, sure enough. That night, they get abducted by aliens in the spaceship. Keep a, keep a pin, put a pin in this mm-hmm. for later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they, they get abducted and they wake up. They're all wired up and the aliens are speaking alien. Gobbledygook. Yeah. Until one of them, like, pokes shaggy and scooby and then he starts speaking english which is in the voice that max does or max's voice actor normally does for like skulker and stuff Mm -hmm. scooby manages to escape the chair with his tail because of course he does yes and there's another chase sequence but this one does not have a musical number nope scooby's basically just wheeling shaggy around this so at some point during this, I guess near the end, one of the aliens pulls out a device. Cause all I all I have written down is sonic screwdriver, <laughs> and then Shaggy and Scooby faint. Yeah, I I didn't write down that. I just say they pass out. <laughs> this is. So I'm sorry if you hear this ice cream machine that's driving by my house at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> the best time for ice cream right after dinner. Yeah. But yeah, um, so they wake up in the middle of the desert to just a random lady and her dog. Yep. And they both instantly fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they're nature photographers. Or at least, you know. Yes, and... Crystal is. I can't believe that this dog takes pictures. Mm Mm-hmm. It would be the weirdest thing a dog can do in this universe. Yeah. Yeah, and their names are Crystal and Amber, respectfully. So that's Crystal, Crystal the human, and Amber the dog. Yes. Question marks on both of those. Yes. But yeah, they immediately fall in love because this is a show that they decided. This is a film that they decided needed romance. Yep. Yeah, I just, I think it is nice. I just think it shouldn't be. Oh, we see them and now we're immediately in love because that's bad. Yeah. There's plenty of moments that are actually established literally like minutes later that makes would make perfect sense for Shaggy to be like, oh, kind of like. Yeah, such as Crystal's groovy Jeep. Yes, her great fashion. Mm hmm. The fact that she has dog treats. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the fact that she she's so delighted by the fact that he eats a dog treat. Yes. Yeah, I definitely feel like the romance in this movie moves incredibly fast for how long it takes, like how long this movie is, because this movie is, they spend like only a few days. I think it's like they two spend, days. Yeah, two days total. Maybe? After watching this? Actually, is it two days? I think, yeah, it's two days total. They spend the night. Na- it's only one day after... Wait, hold on. It's only one day after they meet. Like, they met in the morning. And then the rest of the movie yeah. happens. And there's not another night. I don't think. Yeah, it's it's technically two days because they go to sleep in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of this romance, I realized is that it's a one-sided romance. I don't think Crystal is actually interested at all. I think she appreciates Shaggy but is not like actively romantically inclined towards him. I think by the end it might have been closer to that but also she knows that she's not going to be around. Yeah. 
So she's probably, even if she was going to, she's not letting herself. Yeah. It's more of a, oh, that would be, it would be interesting. It would, it could potentially be fun, but no, I'm not going to kind of situation. Yeah. But yeah, I guess at some point, I think it's uh, Shaggy opens the glove box, maybe, or something. We see that she has lots of quote unquote photography equipment. Mm-hmm. Trying for her uh, Jeep. Back where mm-hmm. Shaggy and Amber are. Scooby? Scooby and Amber. Uh, did I say Shaggy? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Shaggy, Shaggy's in the back, Scooby's up in front. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But yeah, this photography equipment is like all glowing blue with lots of flashing lights. Yep. You know. You know. Photography stuff. Yeah. It's that nature photography. Listen, I don't know enough about these new fancy cameras. Maybe they are. Just normal. <laughs> Maybe. There are cameras where you can take, like, really close-up pictures of the moon now. Who yeah. knows? That's nature. Mm-hmm. Seeing, like, the zoom on, like, this is off-topic, but seeing the zoom on some of, like, the new cameras, it's crazy. It really is. How close you can get to things now. Maybe we're all using alien technology. I mean, according to men in black, Velcro is an alien technology. Uh, Meanwhile, Fred, Velma, Daphne, and Lester all end up at the diner, where Lester says that Crystal's been around for the last week or so. Shaggy and Scooby end up there as well, and they get dropped off by Crystal, and they are too in love to be hungry. Yeah. Much to the shock of the rest of the gang. And just sitting there... Thinking about that and not eating food, Shaggy daydreams a musical number. This musical is something else. Yeah. So, I have some notes written down for the musical number. It's been a few weeks since I've seen it, so I'm not sure what all they're referring to. But I'm guessing at some point there's like a magic carpet, because I have written down Arabian Nights reference. Oh god. I do not remember. Uh, there's a classic chase scene, apparently, at some point. And then by the end of it, I had written down a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yes, because uh, he imagines children. Yeah. He, like, goes through, like, this entire, like, throughout the entire song, he's, like, talking about how the life is going to be, like, for the fall love, we're going to get married, we're going to buy a house, we're going to have kids. They're going to have... 2.5 kids in a house. And like five puppies. He like plays the whole life out in this uh, montage. Mm-hmm. And that's going a little too fast. Yeah, I agree. But after the musical, uh, Shaggy tells the rest of the gang about the fact, yo, yeah, also we were abducted last night by aliens. That happened. Yeah, and... Fred's like, mm, are you sure about that? Because I've come to the conclusion that in this film about aliens, somehow Fred is the one that is most like Scully. <laughs> also, weren't they worried that Scooby and Shaggy were just missing when they woke up? Yeah, they were. Well, they thought that they had just went to the diner before then. Yeah. That's fair. I forgot about that. Uh, before they leave... Shaggy and Scooby head to the bathroom to freshen up, and they come back out with tucked in, with Shaggy having tucked in his shirt and combed back his hair, and it is a bad look. It really is. Yes. Scooby has a pompadour. It's weird. It's an entirely different dog. Mm-hmm. So they head to the mechanic, the local mechanic, to see about getting the mystery machine fixed so they can leave town. Yes. And the mechanic is rude to them. He's very grumpy. Yeah. Yes. Um, and in the meantime, Max from the South Station shows up and is like, oh, hey, do you work at the South Station? Says, I think, Velma, probably. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they end up getting a tour there because Max is here to pick up way too much oil. Lots of oil. It is at this point that Shaggy and Scooby see Crystal and decide to split off and go help her find the jackalope. Yes. And they're being dorks with flowers it's a it's a very cute scene mm-hmm. shaggy accidentally picks up a flower with a giant spider on it and it goes down his shirt mm-hmm. he freaks out 
I mean, that's fair. Yeah. We came out with the giant spider without your shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. But after they deal with the spider, they decide to sneak into Scorpion Ridge. So I just made an uh, observation that I feel really dumb for not noticing the sooner. Mm. Hmm. Otherwise, why is called Scorpion Ridge? Because the rock formation on top of it is in the shape of a scorpion tail. It is. I think it's like yes. almost in the shape of an actual scorpion. Like the body and everything, along with the tail. It's wild. It's very good. I just wanted mm-hmm. to point that out. Yeah, but back at South, with the gang and everyone that works at the South Station, we learn that the people who work for the government facility that is trying to find aliens doesn't believe in aliens. Yep. Does anyone believe in aliens in this alien movie? I guess most of the people. Um, like one person for sure. Or at least the whole town does. Town is like, yeah, that's the aliens. They come out at night. Yeah. I think that's mostly because they ended up losing some cattle to them. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, but then Scooby, Shaggy, Crystal, and Amber run into some security guards. And we see the back of Crystal's camera, which does not... It it looks like the rest of that photography equipment. Mm-hmm. Consistent theming. Yeah, she uh, bought them as, like, a bundle. Uh, but then Crystal tells Shaggy that she's a cop. Yeah. Yep. Which honestly should be a deal breaker <laughs> for Shaggy. <laughs> He's just so in love. He's like, straight. But the reason why Crystal told him that she's a government agent is because she wants to go back in to this fenced-off facility. At Scorpion At Ridge. Scorpion Ridge. She was sent to investigate alien sightings in the area and needs their help. Mm-hmm. I guess the government also believes in aliens. Yes. yes. But speaking of Scorpion Ridge, uh, Lester decides to take the rest of the gang to Scorpion Ridge. Mm-hmm. And Velma mentions that the people itself had dried mud on their shoes. And that the oil that Max was picking up was the wrong oil for satellites. Hmm. Hmm. She specifically says it's the wrong kind for hydraulics. Yes. Because, you know, Velma. Or, uh, probably too, because he has to drive in the back of the truck. Yes. Yeah, also the back of the truck is like a house. Yeah, it's like a little trailer. Of note, there's a moment where we're, we cut to the self-workers, and they're watching um, Lester's truck drive away, and they're wondering what the gang are looking for, and they say, they better call it in. Huh, weird. Did you hear that? Their friends have gone missing. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Shaggy and that group look around and they find the cave um, from earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. He tells them uh, about the glow that they saw. But then they hear the voices from the guards, so they go into the cave. Yes. Meanwhile, the rest of the gang, Fred, Velma, and Daphne... See Buck on the side of the road planting flowers. Buck being the mechanic. But we cut back over to the guards who have real guns. Yes, they do. Um, heading into the cave. And then we see Shaggy and Scooby teaming together to fake a snake. Yes. With Scooby shaking his tail like a rattlesnake and Shaggy making the noises. Mm-hmm. I love the comment I put um, about the guns is they... Uh, they put pull out real, actual guns and move toward the cave. That's my comment for that. Yeah. Yeah. These people aren't messing around. They are not. Yes, but after they finish faking the snake, a real snake shows up and scares them. And they run further into the cave. Yep. Fred, Velma, and Daphne head up to that ridge, expecting to find a river, because that would explain where the mud was from. But there's no river here. But some of the rocks are wet, and they find some tracks that lead into a mine. Yeah. Which is where they find oil, like the kind of oil that Max was picking up earlier, mm-hmm. here at the mining site. Uh, meanwhile, Shaggy, Scooby, Crystal, and Amber find the glow that they had seen last night, which was apparently gold. Yes. I guess. I guess. Gold doesn't normally emit light. No. It's definitely not. You know, when I watched this again, I thought that maybe I got this the plot of this movie 
and the plot of another, no, it's not a movie, a plot of an episode. Uh, continues because I remember there's an episode where they also found a cave of gold, but it turns out that gold was fake. So I was waiting for this gold to turn out to be fake. Mm. It's not. No, it's real gold. And like Shaggy and Scooby were like, oh, hey, it's gold. Oh, no, it looks like someone was mining this up. I'm like, you can still take it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no one can stop you. <laughs> no, they can't. No one's here to see him take this gold. Just take it. I mean, he doesn't need it. He comes for money, but still. Doesn't stop him from doing an imagined spot where he wonders what he's going to do with all this gold. I'm sure it would be food related. Uh, but then we have the aliens show up, and they chase everyone. Everyone. And also the guards from earlier are there. Yes. And at the end of the chase scene, Fred, Velma, and Daphne all get caught by the aliens. And it turns out the guards are working for them. And Velma's just like, hey, Steve, cut it out. Yeah. And Steve unmasks himself and he's like, it's me, Steve. I feel like this mystery was pretty obvious. They threw in a lot of red herrings, like with Buck and with Lester. Lester had some green paint in the back of his uh, truck. Yeah, that's true. And then Lester was, ju- uh, not Lester, uh, Buck was just randomly out in the desert. Yeah, but he was planting flowers, so I feel like that makes him significantly less suspicious. Yeah. Uh, they tried to make it a mystery, but it it's very clear as soon as we see, like, the mud. As soon as we see Velma looking suspiciously at the mud on these characters' uh, shoes. It's like, oh, okay, they're the ones who are doing something. Don't know what yet. It's the first adult you see. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's true. South, the South group wanted to place a new satellite, and then instead they found the gold mines, and they were like, oh, we're just going to keep it. And honestly, that seems fine. <laughs> what? Like... What gets me? I don't... They go to so much trouble keeping this secret. Yeah! So much trouble. Like, no one's gonna go up there and find... Like, you just need the fence. You don't need anything else, really. Yeah. Put up a new satellite somewhere nearby, and then just... I. Th- no one's gonna go near it. I think they did... So- they mentioned the fact that they were drilling. They were trying to cover up the drilling noises. But yeah, I mean, they if you're making the drilling noises and then also putting up a new satellite nearby, people are just going to think they're the exactly. same Exactly. They purchased a helicopter uh to create a fake UFO spaceship hologram, they yeah. Purchased a freaking uh movie set situation to fool people into thinking they were had been abducted, which they bought why? industrial hover scooters. Yes, they really went to extreme lengths to cover this up. How much gold have they already embezzled? That's not the right word I want to say, but how much gold have they spent? Um, that they that they were able to do all of this. Even ghosts have to eat sometime. I don't know. A lot? How much does a helicopter cost? Let me find out. Let me Craigslist a helicopter. Aero Trader. What is that? It's like Car Trader, but for airplanes. You can get one, like an old one that probably doesn't fly for 55000 This one that's actually in decent condition, but it's also still old. Uh, four hundred and five thousand. I just yeah. Let me just go by year. I just found a purple helicopter, and I need it. The is it the twenty nineteen Millennium yes. MH one? Yes. For fifty two nine nine five. Yes, I love it. It's purple. Heck yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm looking at Google instead of Craigslist, and it says they range from two hundred fifty thousand to. One million seven hundred thousand. It's a lot of gold. The cheapest one that you, the cheapest one that you could get on Aero Trader is about as much as I spent on my car, actually, which isn't a whole lot. It's like twenty five hundred. 
can't imagine how well that you have after a fly. I mean, it carries a whole... I don't know, what is the material? Plastic? Who knows what the material is. Fiberglass. Fiberglass. Yo, this one rules. Mm. The 1976 Rotorway Scorpion. It looks like a car. But if a car was a helicopter? Oh my god. Ah, nice. That is pretty cool. But yeah, so it's not as much as you... It is about as expensive as a car. The price of gold Depending. in 2000 was $272. It doesn't say how much gold that was. I don't know how gold is dealt. One gold unit. I guess. So, that's a lot of gold! Yeah. Yeah! Why? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of gold left, so... I want to look, take a look at the most expensive helicopter on here real quick. <laughs> Sorry to continue to derail. Are they just stealing people's cattle? Yes. They're selling it. They're selling the cows. They're stealing other people's. Yeah, that part, I'm like, you could just take the gold. No one's going to care. Ooh, this one's like, what if a plane was a helicopter? January cattle prices by year in 2000. $71? I don't know if that's right. I don't know how cows work oh that is just what if a plane was a helicopter dang the 1978 sikorsky s61 huh i'm reading these out in case people want to google them when they're listening you definitely should look up this airplane it's very good it's like a passenger plane wild i just love the nose it's got a nose it's like a yeah, dog. A, oh my god, it's nose. a dog. It's a dog. It's a good dog. Good flying dog. What is a dog? It's an airplane, but also a helicopter. Enter Dynomutt. Dog wonder. <laughs> but yeah, so they have a helicopter that's a spaceship, and they have the fake interior, and all that stuff. Why abduct the people in the first- I get abducting the cows. Yes. Whatever. Whatever. Why abduct people? Do you think that secretly they were just enjoying being aliens? Like they just went really hard into this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. More, more importantly, why abduct Shaggy and Scooby? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. There's no point in doing so. Maybe they were going after uh, Lester again. Maybe. Maybe that makes the most sense to me. Because Lester seems like the most into this whole thing. No, wait. It's a bad idea to encourage Lester to look more into this alien thing. Because Lester... Well, I think it's more like they're just going to keep having him rave and rave until the point where he's no longer a reliable person. And also Mm. continues um, spreading the alien mythos. Also, last helicopter here is the 2009 Mosquito Air, which is a plastic seat strapped to an engine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! It's a drone! That's all it is. What if a drone was a helicopter? (laughs) It's a drone. Oh my god. Only flown for six hours. Qualifies as an ultralight, so does not require a license or registration to fly? $20,000. Who wants to perform a heist? (laughs) (laughs) No, who wants to start alien rumors? Yes, I'm into it. There's three of us, there are three of them. Let's do it. Perfect. Charlie is closest to you. You're going to have to pick it up and fly it down. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Good lord. Anyway, Um, back to the movie. Yes. Uh, Shaggy, Scooby, Crystal, and Amber find a bottomless pit, I guess. Yeah, we don't see the bottom, so it's bottomless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get cornered by the guards, so Shaggy and Scooby try to be, you know, the protective types. And while they're having their eyes closed and looking at the guards with their eyes closed, <laughs> uh, Crystal and Amber transform into aliens. Whoa, trippy. Yeah. I like how pointy Amber's alien form yeah. is. Yeah. Knife dog. Knife dog. Oh, knife dog for the win. Also, Amber is 
Yeah, okay, wait, never mind. Hang on. Hold, I'm going to pin that comment for later. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, um, so Fred, Velma, and Daphne are about to be buried, like, in the ground. But then Shaggy, Scooby, and then Human Mode Crystal and Dog Mode Amber show up to distract everybody else long enough for the gang to escape. Um, and then Crystal and Amber alien morph again, scaring everyone. And South was like, oh, we're going to catch these aliens. Why? Because it'll get them a raise or something. Why? And also famous. I guess. Only not famous because the government's going to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, they're so bad at their jobs. <laughs> so bad. Uh, the moment that uh, Shaggy and Scooby are let in to know that it is Crystal and Amber by I think Velma. Mm-hmm. They joust Steve. Yeah. <laughs> using construction equipment. And Steve's coming at the uh, aliens like with a truck. What do they call it? Uh, I think it is. It's not a backhoe, but it is a backhoe. Yeah. Of of note is uh. Amber freaking just picks up an I-beam and wraps it around Max and those two guards. Amber rules. Amber is the best. Hell yeah. And she's able to stop the uh, backhoe from uh, letting them pull her crystal. She's like holding it in place. Yeah. I did not like how Crystal has a oh no, I've fallen and I've, I can't get up. Shaggy, save me, please. It 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 was bad. I didn't like it. She, in her defense, she looks like she's made out of goo. It's probably hard for her to walk. True. Very true. Maybe that's why she has a sharp dog. Yeah. I think that's what, like, what it was. I think she's like the researcher and Amber's the muscle. Heck yeah. I want to see more tales about the, these two aliens. Yeah. Give me Scooby-Doo but Duck Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, after they joust Steve off of the construction equipment, Fred, Velma, and Daphne throw a net over them. Um, them being, you know, the South team. And then Amber talks. Amber is an actual person. Yes. Like, straight up a person. Mm-hmm. Although I would also say that Scooby-Doo is straight up a person. So yeah, Crystal and Amber were sent here by another planet to investigate Earth. And then they get picked up to leave. And then Fred cries. Yep. (laughs) Also, I like the idea of going forward. The Mystery Incorporated has like an alien contact. Yeah. Alien cops. They have an in with the alien cops. No space time can be committed on their watch. And this is how you cross them over with uh, Josie and the Pussycats in space. Or alternatively, Space Ghost and the Wonder Twins? I think the Wonder Twins are the ones that were teamed up with Space Ghost. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was the Wonder Twins and also the monkey. Bleep? Fleep? One of those. (laughs) Yep. So that was the movie. There's not much else. Uh, there's some stuff. South gets arrested. Yeah. Oh, my question was, um, why was Crystal trying to get into Scorpion Ridge? Energy readings? I don't know. Maybe she heard about the aliens, and she's like, maybe I should check out these aliens. And they seem to be mm-hmm. in Scorpion Ridge, even though they aren't actual aliens. Maybe her hmm. camera equipment sensed the uh, movie production studio. Mm, maybe. Maybe she was actually here to find a jackalope, because it's actually an alien species that was left on Earth. So are you telling me that the jackalope is Stitch? Oh god, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that is exactly what I was telling you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Self gets arrested, Lester shows up, and it's like, hey, the government's here, let me show you my paintings. <laughs> No, no, specifically, yeah, I got pictures. The exact same thing that happened. Like, oh, oh, pictures. Pictures. Then they go to get pictures, and then Fred, Daphne, and Velma are just kind of laughing. It's great. Buck shows up and is like, yeah, I fixed the mystery machine. It's 
$30, which is a very good deal on anything involving a vehicle. Yeah. You can't get your oil changed for $30 these days. No. Um, also, apparently he was pressing flowers. Yeah. Yes. That's all I have. I have I have the phrase completely... Dis- oh, Shaggy and Scooby are completely destroyed. Yes. <laughs> Until... Food. Yes. We have another box of uh, Scooby snacks. Food shares all that ails you. Mm-hmm. And that's the film. Mm-hmm. I will say, of the two, I'm glad I decided to choose um, Cyber Chase as the movie to review right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the last scene is the of the jackalope looking up at the night sky, so I'm just saying. Maybe that's why they were there. Yep. Maybe. I watched this movie when I was younger, like several times like i've seen this movie at least six or seven times by now because my <laughs> sister my younger sister was obsessed with scooby-doo and she had <laughs> certain movies and certain episodes of the tv show uh i think it was the what's new scooby-doo tv show that she would watch over and over and over and i never went anywhere so i would just also watch them over and over and over again i don't know i still like uh, this movie, despite it being a little different from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I think of the four Mook animated films, it's probably the weakest. Yeah, I don't know. I could I could make the argument that maybe it's better than Cyber Chase, but on our list, it's definitely not getting that high. No, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. Decent movie. I'm glad to have been on this episode, though. I agree. Yeah, I'm glad we had you. Well, where would we rank it? Yeah, let's get into that part. Let me pull up the list. Now, when you guys hear this list, if you haven't listened to the bonus episode, there's uh, one movie on this list. Here we come as a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I'll read it all at the end. Don't worry, unless it comes up first. <laughs> I don't think it will. Alright, we have 13 movies on here, so that makes it easy. Alright, right in the middle of the pack. How does this movie compare to Scooby-Doo 2002? This being the first live-action film. Hmm. I kind of want to say worse. Yeah. That's how I'm leaning as well. I I liked the characters more. It, well, here's the thing. It's hard to compare to the live-action film because live-action films are a completely different breed. They have to introduce the characters. They have to establish character growth kind of things. Stuff Although like that. I would argue that Scooby-Doo 2002 does not have to introduce the characters well, and okay. doesn't. Sort of. Yeah. yeah you're, the most yes. it does is introduce the running gag that Daphne is a damsel in distress all the time true very true i liked the mystery in quotation marks mystery in 2002 more yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think i just i liked the gimmick of the live action one the uh the demon possession and all of that Mm -hmm. i haven't seen the 2002 movie in a while but from what i remember it definitely had a lot more going for it than this movie does Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Okay, so in comparison to Scooby Goes Hollywood, this is better. Better. All right, now comparing it to another Mook animated film, how does this one compare to Zombie Island? I think I like Zombie Island more because, like I said earlier, I think this one, Alien Invaders, is definitely on the weaker end. I agree. I have to say, I agree. I mean, everything in this is a lot less complicated. I think Zombie Island does the whole, oh, it's actually real, a lot better. Yeah. That that wasn't really like a sticking point for this one, though. It was more no. like, a, like oh. it happened. Yeah. You know, there's some real aliens and there's some fake aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aliens. Some really elaborate alien cosplayers. Yeah. 
Cass, I appreciate the fact that you already know what's where this goes now. Yeah. Because the next um, one was Scooby-Doo in Arabian Nights, and it's definitely better than that. Yes, we're not even going to bother giving Arabian Nights the time of day right now. Nope. Because now I can all I, all I can think of is the new version of Arabian Nights as sung by Will Smith. Oh, God. I listened to a clip of it earlier. The whole thing, the whole soundtrack to the film is on Spotify now, so I might actually go listen to the full thing. Mm. Is it actually out? Uh, if it's not out now, it comes out this weekend. Oh. Yeah, it comes out, uh, Friday? Wild. in 2019. Releases tomorrow. Ugh. There's a lot of movie releases that release on Thursdays now, I feel like. Really, what I'm looking forward to... Oh, technically they open on Friday, but there's early showings on Thursday. It's mm-hmm. like a whole thing. What I'm really looking forward to from it is to see if Neil Cerciega does any more Will Smith remixes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let me go ahead and read off this list just so we can get into the ending of the show. From the bottom, we have Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Scooby-Doo meets the Blue Bro- Boo Brothers, not the Blue Brothers. That's a different. That's a different thing. Scooby Goes Hollywood, Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, Scooby-Doo, Music of the Vampire, Scooby-Doo, 2002, Scooby-Doo, Mask of the Blue Falcon, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, (laughs) Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, and Scooby-Doo and Cyber Chase. Uh, that's gonna be so delightful yes so Charlie do you have any plugs for us Uh, yes I do you can find me online at magical underscore pride and you can listen to some podcasts that I do that I'm on yes yes, it's also on Together we do pre and Engage when we're watching the entire Pretty Fair franchise. And together with our mutual fun crash, former guest of this show, we talk about stuff. Just random stuff that we come up with every month. Yes, and that podcast is called Hey, Let's Talk About It, because I don't know if you said the show. <laughs> Remember Friday? No. So, and that's a little bit of that. And... Depending how far in the future you listen to this episode, I also have a secret project that should be coming out next month. Hmm. Interesting. So, if you're listening to this in June, and not May, then it might be there, and I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this in June, then happy birthday to the two hosts of the show. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I tweeted about the Ouya a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at LavaBees, L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. And you can find the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog, where you can tweet at us questions or comments or jokes, or really anything. It's Twitter. No one can stop you. <laughs> Certainly not Twitter themselves. Uh, you can also DM us if you want to be on the show. I have fixed the things so that the DMs are officially open. and Or you could email us. I haven't mentioned the email in a while because no one ever uses it. Not even us. <laughs> that is andtheirdumbdog at gmail.com. You can also find our archive over at kidsandtheirdog.wordpress.com. It's an exact replica of everything you should have in your podcast feed. But if for some reason your podcast isn't showing every episode or isn't downloading things properly, you can go there and you'll be able to download it just fine. You also could go to our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash kidsandtheirdog where you could give us your money. Give me your money. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a gold mine. Uh, to plunder, so... And even if we did, we'd just pretend to be aliens and not tell anyone about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, please... 
I do actually very much want to do some episodes on the actual episodes of the television show. Mm -hmm. So please give us your money. Or if you don't want to give us your money, you can leave us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice. Just let us know about it so we can be happy. And maybe finally finish that giveaway. Yeah. Review this podcast so they can finish the giveaway so I can win it. (laughs) Maybe you. Maybe you'll win. It's all my chance. So, let's see. Next episode is... I just closed the schedule. Loch Ness Monster. Yes, we have yet another guest spot. And we'll be watching Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster, which is a film that I have never seen before. Same here. Which is a rarity on this show. I think there's only been three of them that I haven't seen. I feel like this is one of those movies I've watched a lot. So I'm looking forward to listening to it. Alright. Well, until next time, they would have gotten away with it too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. And their dumb dogs. Not their dumb dogs. God bless it. <laughs> no, you had it. Okay. I wasn't sure if it and their dumb dog or and I don't remember. It changes every time, don't worry. Put your own spin on it. Yeah. I actually forgot what it what the guest speaker actually ended on because the last one was uh the Scrappy Doo. Oh, and I'm very sad, because I can't end Scrappy-Doo anymore. Uh, until we do 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Give us your money, so that way Lava can <laughs> say Puppy Power at least 13 more times. Yes! Perfect! I met by chance a girl in bell-bottom pants, and she likes to say Came out of the blue, and in an instant I knew everything would be groovy. For her I'd climb a mountain, swim the deepest ocean, I'd even help her shopping, that's the depth of my devotion. It will be a dream come true, she's even got a doggy for Scooby-Doo. How groovy, just us two, so Scooby-Doo!